Hey guys, it's John with the DTS Gaming Crew. Hey everybody, this is Maverick. Hey, this is Chrissy. Hey guys, it's Michael with the DTS Gaming Crew. Coming at you with today's news and topics and other articles. And our first ever podcast. Yeah. Woo! Round of applause, guys. <laughs> Hold your applause, please, to the end. What do we got on the show today? We got a lot of good stuff on the show. Um, starting with game releases, I guess if we're going to jump into game releases, uh, my, John and I actually had a pretty lively discussion uh, a few days ago about this particular release, and I guess I'd like to get it out of the way if that's okay with you. Yeah, go ahead. Awesome. Okay, so Persona 5 Royal. Persona 5, as we all know, got the 2017 Game Award. Uh, what is that called? Nom- not the nomination, but they actually won. So what do they call them? Like the Game of the Year Award? Game of the Year mm-hmm. Award. There we go. That's what it won. For the, what, best RPG of 2017. Mm-hmm. Is getting kind of an add-on called Persona 5 Royal. Among some of the things that they're adding to Persona 5 is a new character, a new dungeon, and a new confidant. Those are probably the three things that I'm most excited about in this release. What I'm not too excited about, though, is paying full price for a game I feel I've already paid full price for. Really only for a few add-ons, I think maybe I should be charged a little less for having already purchased the game. And uh, I really like my crew's input on what they think about that. John? Well, I kind of see where you're coming from, seeing as how, you know, the game was released back a a while back already. And then... I understand how some people wouldn't like paying full price for something and let if they don't own the game itself already. So obviously you own the game. So I can I I agree that you shouldn't be paying full price for the same game with just maybe a couple of extra add-ons that can be added in an update or some additional DLC. So that I understand. That I'm in agreement with you. However, I mean, really? No. Actually, no. There is no however in there, man. <laughs> to be honest with you, no. I, I, our discussion got a little bit more heat, heated last time because I feel like... I thought you were talking about remakes. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> again. We're, we're that's going to turn the temperature up a little later. But uh, for now, just we'll stick to Persona 5 since we're doing game releases. Right. Uh, well, uh, what about you, Michael? What do you think? Uh, for, okay. This, I have a lot to... Okay. Because, I mean, it's the same game, more or less, right? They just added in, like, some storylines to fit in some of the new characters. They added in a cool new level, cool new character. If I'm seeing at least five hours worth of more content... At least five? Well, no, no. Because five does... Even me as as the consumer, if five hours isn't, like, enough for me. If if I'm seeing at least nine plus hours of more content in gameplay, not just cosmetics... And things that I could throw on my character. It has to be, like, give me some story there. Then, yeah, I'll throw a dollar to that. Okay, if, well, I mean, let's just just take the new character, for example. She's going to be a character pretty much throughout the whole game. So that gives you, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 hours, depending on how, how late she jumps into the game, mm-hmm. worth of content. Because you've never talked to this person before. You've never taken her for a date. Or a walk in the park or whatever it is that you can do in Persona. Fish in the park. I'm sorry. That's what I that's I forgot you can do. Um, so it does add up to more than five hours of gameplay if you think about it that way, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael's thinking. But, okay. 
it's still the same game. It's still the same game, but they're just adding like a couple things in there, and you're paying sixty dollars for it. Right? Seems outrageous. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I'm just trying to look at it through every different angle. Thank you, Chrissy, for bringing me back uh, to my point that how uh, you know that paying full price for a game that I've already feel I've already paid full price, which is only just going <laughs> to add some content. Uh, doesn't feel justified, but I am a huge Persona fan, and uh, my last discussion with John did convince me to give it a shot anyway. So I might give it a shot anyway, and I'll let you all know how that turns out on March 31st. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, March 31st. Okay. Persona 5 Royal. Mm-hmm. On other game releases, we got the Division 2's expansion of Warlords of New York. What is the Division 2? The Vision 2 is... Yes. It is a post-apocalyptic virus game. So, so you're a virus? No, you are an agent trying to help restore America, bringing it civilization again. So this is what the expansion reads as. While the Division was working on to secure Washington, D.C., that's part one, a familiar shadow fell over the streets of New York, Aaron Keener, Hence the villain I'm taking it. One of the Division's original antagonists, oh, okay, <laughs> as well as the first Division agent to go rogue, has brought the factions of New York City under his control and used them to conquer Lower Manhattan. With other rogue agents and a lethal new viral strain at his command, Keener is poised to eradicate what little has been rebuilt since the catastrophic Black Friday pandemic. The battle to restore order continues, but now the Division has a new mission. Stop Keener at any cost. You'll be able to explore four new areas in New York City's districts, fight through thrilling encounters, embark on an epic manhunt, progress to level 40 because you are usually capped at 30 with the base game, engage in new seasons, and enjoy an overhauled Division 2 experience. Have you ever played the game? I have. I've played Part 1. Part 1, I enjoyed it. It was very new. As into like what it brought to the uh, first adventure shooter field, I guess you would say it. I chopped that up in genre, but you, you're like you could uh, team up to four players. You all have these special abilities. Some could be repeated to others, and um, you would do raids together. You would um, embark on co-op missions together. It was great. It was real fun. Okay. Part two, I'm playing, and some of it is a little bit different and a little bit better. One thing that. I liked that the first didn't fix was when you would shoot an enemy, it was like a bad stunt double. You would shoot and it would be like a late reaction of like a, uh, uh. <laughs> like you would get that like 10 seconds late <laughs> rather than it being like a natural reaction time. Uh, all I know is that they should pay you to do sound effects for the Division 2. I'd hire you. I'd hire you. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, it's good because, uh, you know, that you wrote down The Division 2 and I actually remember a student of mine just gushing over that game as well. And I was like, how popular is this game? Because I had to think about it because I, I'm a middle school teacher and like most of the kids there play Fortnite. Like, obviously, right? That's what kids play. Mm-hmm. Some of them play PUBG. Some of them play <laughs> Call of Duty. Um, and it's very rare to meet someone outside of that circle that plays like a different style of game. But it is like that's is it is it that kind of style of game more uh, or less? And in- it differs from that just because 
It's not a battle. Yeah, royale. it's not a battle royale. Like battle royales, they are a disease of 2019. <laughs> I, I, I do not like <laughs> disease more, <laughs> more troublesome than coronavirus. <laughs> I did not like in 2019. Every publisher like let's get a battle royale mode in there, and somewhere it's like no, you don't need to do that to that game. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That I agree. I'm not. I'm. I can't do battle royale. It, it becomes annoying really fast. Like, don't get me wrong. It, it was a. It is a great game mode, but I feel it was abused heavily in 2019 when it was discovered. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's. I, I like how we're like 10 minutes into this podcast and we're already ripping into the gaming industry. <laughs> <laughs> do better. Hey, it worked with Sonic. Right. <laughs> we cyberbullied a whole company into redesigning it. <laughs> The movie was 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 all right. Yeah, uh, a buddy of mine you know, took his kid to go see it. And he was like, "It's really good." He said Jim Carrey was the like uh, was the one who really brought yeah. it to the color. I was like, "I want to see it." Oh well, yeah, I mean, considering Sonic is animation and Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey, yeah, he kind of has to steal the show. That um, is true. <laughs> anyways, you want to do the other game, Michael? Yes. Also following that is Nio Two. What is Nio Two? Nio Two is one. That's N I O H space and the number two. Yes. Nio. For those not in the know, wasn't that a free PlayStation game like a couple months ago? Yeah, I think part one was actually free. Ah, okay, the first one, not the second. One. Probably explains why I haven't seen it. So the game overview of Nio Two, because <laughs> I have never played part one, but I know. If I'm correct, it's this game where it it changes the genre almost of how you play it as to where at one point it could be top down. At another point, it could turn into almost like this game of flight. And at another point in time of the game, the game changes like where it's like a, a third person. Like it's changing how you play almost as you go through. It sounds like Nier Automata. Have you played that game? Maybe that's the one I'm mistaking it for. No, oh, because yeah. Neuron Automata just came out like last year, two years ago, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe three years ago. I don't know. But what Nio 2 is, it's master the lethal arts of a samurai as a mysterious half human, half supernatural yokai warrior in this challenging action RPG sequel. Explore violent Sengoku, Sengaku, Goku, Aero Japan, <laughs> and the deadly dark realm, both plagued with grotesque, merciless demons. Unsheath your deadly weapons and cut down all enemies in your path using a revamped combat system and the ability to transform into a full yokai to unleash devastating paranormal powers. Michael, I'm going to add a ton of effects to your voice. <laughs> to make it, you kind of sound like you're reading a trailer like, soon, coming soon, coming soon. <laughs> to PlayStation 4. <laughs> wow. We're giving it hundred percent here, Michael. I appreciate that. Um, but no, you're. It is. It is Nio. Um, or I. I've heard it pronounced Neo as well, but I don't know which is right. I'm not Japanese. Please excuse me. So actually, this is a really good chance for our listeners to actually chime in and respond. Maybe they can help us figure out the correct translation. Definitely. Um, and I don't know. Leave us a comment either on Instagram. Wait, do we have an Instagram yet? We do oh, have. Oh yeah, an we do have an Instagram. What is it? It is BTS underscore Gaming Crew. There you go. Uh, what about Facebook? Facebook, um, gonna be the same. DTS, I believe underscore Gaming Crew, but let That's me. That's just... what I find it under. So, DTS underscore Gaming Crew. Yes. Okay. 
Um, so, and let us know, you know, if it's spelled Neo, spell it like Neo, like from uh, Keanu Reeves, what's it called? The Matrix? Neo. But if it's pronounced Nile, we'll just spell it like the Nile River, N-I-L-E, whichever one it is. Please let us know. Though, interested. I will say that does sound a lot like two of my favorite games that had that came out in the past, really, was, first one was on the PlayStation 2, remember? Onimusha? Yes. That was a... That's kind of what it reminds me of with the whole supernatural aspect of it, but also that takes place in feudal Japan. And then it also reminds me of Sakido, if you ever played that one. The same I guys who made one. the guys who made Dark Souls made it. Interesting. Yeah, and I've, if you, seen, I've seen gameplay of that. That looks good. It's awesome. But I will say it is a controller breaker because I broke <laughs> one. Well, I, I mean, am guilty of breaking Dark one. Souls is a controller breaker. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what actually makes it cool, what actually made that game cool, which it kind of, like you said, when you were describing it, I was like, that does sound a lot like Sekiro. Except you don't, you can't transform into a yokai. I'm hoping that it has something similar to like, you know, like your stance, because your stance determines your attack. Mm -hmm. And then if you get knocked or if you deflect a weapon, you know, if you deflect uh, deflect like a blow from somebody that it it can stagger (coughs) you and kind of like put you on the, you know, put you to be vulnerable. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, the way you're describing it actually sounds fun. Is it only a PS4 exclusive? Because if it is an if it is cross platform, like if it's going across the platform, then I really do want to try that. That actually sounds like a really like a really actually cool one. And it, what is that like a part two or is that part one? Part two. Damn, that means I missed part one. <laughs> <laughs> I should actually try it. I should, I'm gonna go on a hunt now. It is <clears throat> actually it is an exclusive for PlayStation. Well, it looks like because publisher <laughs> is Sony Interactive. Well, then I'm going to have to get a PlayStation. Sucks to lose. Yeah. I, <laughs> I got to find me like a unique one. Uh, next game, Half-Life. Alex, uh, Chrissy, you yes. want to go ahead and inform us about this interesting game? Half-Life Alex, coming out March 23rd. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if y'all have ever, have y'all played Half-Life? Yes. One or one, two, one and two? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was like, that was one of my favorite games on the PS2 was Half-Life 1. One out of three. All right. Well, um, Half-Life, Alex is coming out. It's not Half-Life 3, but they're saying that it is taking place between Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. You're playing as Alex, and you and her and her dad, um, Eli, are just relocating to City 17. Um, <clears throat> it's a it's a VR game, so that's kind of... It's disappointing because I don't have one, and I'm not going to be able to play it. Does that mean you need the goggles to play it? Yeah. <laughs> You need the goggles. Is that not what they're called? Or what? Yeah. Okay. When you when you said it, it kind of reminded me of like swimming pool goggles. <laughs> like that's the first thing that came to mind. This game is so dangerous. You need swimming pool goggles to play it. Uh, okay, so you don't have goggles, so you won't be able to play it yeah, until I'll you get goggles. You hear that? That means we got to get Chrissy goggles. Yeah, so. we do because I'd love to play this. I've I've seen like I've seen some gameplay of it, and I've seen like like um. The guy was actually, he had the, I think it was the Oculus, he had it on and he was playing and it it looks cool to play and I just, I don't have one, I'm not going to be able to, but I'm excited for it to come out because, you know, Half-Life did leave us on that cliffhanger, so I'm really hoping that the end of this game is the, is like the end of Half-Life 2 and maybe like going to show like they're going to make a part 3, so because it was a big cliffhanger, big disappointment and I'd like to know what happens. And you, which one was a cliffhanger? 
Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2. Okay. But you're saying this one takes place before 2, right? Between 1 and 2. So So how do you think that's going to resolve the cliffhanger then? I don't know. I just hope. (laughs) You just hope. I I just hope it's something. Well, I mean, if you really think about it, Half-Life does have that weird, kind of like that weird thing where it's like, oh, you can go into the future. Yeah. Like, there's time. You mess with time. Yeah. You're messing with the physics. Okay. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Once you start to break the boundaries of reality, mm-hmm. anything goes then. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. There's a character called G-Man. I had barely... Oh, him. man. The G-Man? I, <laughs> I barely... he, he hasn't... He's not familiar with Half-Life. He's, yeah. he's doing research. Yeah, dude. G-Man is... He's creepy. Yeah. I, I saw YouTube videos of his, like, monologues last night, and he's a very intense, cool villain. If he is the villain, like, it's one of those guys, like, man, that's... You're cool as hell. <laughs> like he, he gives these monologues that are like, damn. He almost reminds you of like the Twilight Zone host mixed with this like, I what come from the, the future, but in like a sharp dress suit. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, what made him creepy too was the fact that in Half-Life 2, throughout your entire playthrough, you just see him popping yeah, up in random places. Up. Like, <laughs> he just looking at you throughout the story? Like you can be playing and then just like out of nowhere, it'll, it'll cut to like a... To, What's the word? It's almost like, like, a, a, like a, a quick cinematic. Yeah, yeah it's a like quick, quick cinematic, okay. and he'll just he'll just pop up and he, like talk to you, and then huh. he'll go away. Interesting. It's kind of like it goes off of the thing like Big Brother's always watching. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's what that's what made it actually really cool. Although I hope they at least make a, a, a like kind of like a what do you call that like a reference to Gordon. Mm-hmm. Like they have to do, yeah. that, especially if it's in between one. Yeah, because I mean, with all and I mean, come on, Gabe, if you're listening, Gabe Newell, hurry up and finish three, man. We're dying to get it, man. It's really cool. Like Alex is gonna have these because um, in Half Life Two, you get your gravity gun, and she's gonna have gravity gloves. So Ooh. that's gonna be kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah, but actually, man, I, I can't mean, imagine what you can do with gloves. You all made yeah. a pretty good sell for this game. I think I, I got to start looking into these monologues. I'll start with the monologues first, and then I'll see. <laughs> I'll take it from there. See how creepy it becomes. Uh, <laughs> but I yeah. like intense villains, so that's that's a good sell. Thanks, but, guys. Um, but yeah, Half-Life, it comes out on the 23rd. Um, I believe if you have the the, Va- the Valve Index VR kit, um, it'll be on there for free. Um, otherwise, um, it's going to be $60. And on what platforms? PC. I think. Just PC? I believe it's just PC, but I can double check. Okay, while Chris is checking, I actually forgot to mention that Persona 5, as you may know, is a PlayStation exclusive. So, the best PlayStation exclusive. Boo. Fight me. Oh. I'm getting booed. No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> booing the PlayStation exclusives. Oh, uh, okay. Because okay. I see how it is. Well, I mean, PlayStation, <laughs> I will say, I've been Xbox for the longest time. But PlayStation always, PlayStation Four, PS Three always had like the great, like the greatest collection of games. Yeah, like Heavy Rain was one of my favorite ones, or um, The Last of Us. Last of Us, and it's gonna be uh, God of War, but it's a, it's kind of like it bums me out because I won't be able to play like The Last of Us Two, no. not until I get me a PS Four. This is a very underdog game, but did you ever play Heavenly Sword? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) That one I did play. And 
I think it was kind of, it was awesome to see something so similar to to God of War, but yet still be different from it. Yeah, similar but different. If that makes any sense. Yes, but it was so awesome because the finishing moves, as much as it was rated T for team, the finishing moves were just so brutal, and it would have been awesome if they would have just upped it to an M and included the gore. Yes, just because I mean you're a woman fighting men, but man, you just find so many ways to. I didn't, if you really play it, you would never think that there'd be that many ways to like cut someone's right off. <laughs> like literally, one move has you wrap her chain. She drags him to you. Then when she's dragging you, your legs go spread eagle, and then she just right down the middle with a giant sword. Sounds like a good time for her. Not so much for the guy. I will say it did make me flinch a few times. It's like, ooh, why did that happen? Why? Why am I still playing this game? But it sounds great, though. Yeah. Her part, great. Her partner had this cool thing with the six axis where when she shot a bow, you would guide it. Guide the with bow? With the controller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's all sorts of things that you can do in games that makes me think that Putting together a really good Marvel or DC video game shouldn't be too hard. Because that's like something Yandu does with his arrow. He moves it around where he wants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, you throw that system in the game, like, oh, we got Yandu. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, for the, like, a, like, a, use it for, like, the PlayStation, for the PlayStation VR. Well, Man, imagine, like, better, if you right? put, if you, if you, if they're able to put a mic on it and actually, <laughs> you know, use the thing and you're just trying to whistle. <laughs> And then just start shooting it at everyone. That'd be awesome. I mean, that'd be it something be. I'd play. It would be. The future of gaming, everybody. <laughs> being discovered right here. TS <laughs> underscore gaming. Crew. 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 I'm still getting used to that. The underscore thing. It's yeah. going to start sliding off the tongue. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I know it is. I know it is. Um, it's an adjustment. But, but yeah, Half-Life. <laughs> um, yeah, it is going to be just for PC. Um, but if you, if you have like any of the... The Oculus Rift, the Oculus Quest, the Valve Index, you'll be able to play it. And also on on Steam, if you want to play Half-Life 1 and 2, it's, it's going to be free until um, Alex comes out. So. Ooh, nice. Yep. Nice. Learn the story now. Free until it comes out. Free until it comes out. And then um, I did read that the um, the creator of Half-Life did say to, to make sure you do play 1 and 2 to just brush up because Alex is going to... You're just so, going to need to know what's going on. Yeah, and then stuff, like you mentioned, if it has time travel or messing with physics and stuff, that can always get confusing. So mm-hmm. it's always good to just go back. Especially with this one because it's interdimensional. Yeah. If you, like, you, more did, did you had, did you play the original? No. Game? Like, dude. No, I've like, never even heard. If you can. Of like, that gameplay. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's really fun. Like, really ha- like we're on the same boat. honestly if it's if y'all can play it that's all i can say is play it because i mean it's free free. (laughs) i think yo i mean that's the greatest part everything's always better when it's free but once you play it and then like it's one of those games you want to keep going back like that's why i still have my ps2 that i will plug in just to play half-life one again so if you like if you haven't played it it's one of the greatest games you should really play it (laughs) yeah you need to play it seriously me and Chrissy tell you, do it now. <laughs> yeah, that's done. That's it for Half Life, March twenty third. Get it, because I want to see gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, we have a new. There's a new thing we have to do this year. We have to get her some, you know, some of uh, the 
some Oculus so she yeah, can actually right. experience it for I, herself. Cause I've never played a VR game, and I like I want to try it. And <laughs> this how about be this? It. If we can get Chrissy some uh, VR goggles here, we'll record her playing yes. the game oh, in wow. those goggles. <laughs> Yes. And we'll put obstacles in. No, 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 no. We don't want to hurt Chrissy in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but actually, if you really think about it, come on. I think it'd be funny. Like, just keep <laughs> moving forward. Boom! Table! <laughs> <laughs> no, we should. That would actually be fun. If we get not putting obstacles in the way. Yeah. Not that. <laughs> but, but yeah, recording someone doing that and then putting it on our Instagram or Facebook or something. Yeah. yeah. Even uploading it to YouTube. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, Chrissy's <laughs> first VR experience <laughs> with Half-Life Alex. That would be cool whenever there's some, like... Head crabs just throw something at me. Oh, so I get scared. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball, boom! <laughs> no, like, like we should try that. All right, guys, let's try that's that DTS gaming crew. That is our first quest: is to get Chrissy an uh, Oculus Rip so she can play and experience Half Life herself, and then we'll record it. So right there, so we can all goals. share in the enjoyment. Exactly. Yes. But with yeah. more serious news, John is moving on to his game releases. <laughs> Serious? I really want to call it serious. Like, go by Doom. Okay, so, first things first, you know, my first game that I'm actually really hyped about, that I've been hyped about since last year when they decided to push it back to brush up on it, which I totally understand, because now it looks even better, which is Doom Eternal. And uh, this is uh, the second part to the 2016 to 2016's uh, reimagining of Doom. And as much as since it started, you know, when it first started on PC, um, it was a game that I played, like, intensely. Oh, yeah. And now with, you know, going from there and going to what it is now, it's completely different in a good way. Because Doom 1 was awesome. Doom 2 was awesome. Doom 3, we don't talk about that. It's like the redheaded stepchild (laughs) that you do not talk about. And then Doom 2016 was a reimagining, which they actually did a bang-up job. So kudos for that but this one actually picks up actually i'm not too sure when i i that uh, that's my bad i don't know when it actually picks up after part one ended but you actually get to do a lot more stuff than actually what you were able to do it's more brutal if you can believe that it's more brutal (laughs) than what the first part was you're in for like a really good experience because the glory kills they revamped them now you have the uh the flame belch, which is actually kind of like a predator-mounted gun that's on his shoulder, and then he also has his gauntlet blade that he can actually use. So he's not only using his hands, he has a whole bunch of different things. A huge arsenal. Because if you really think about it, you walk into a room, and you see someone, and well, you see the Doomslayer. You, this is the guy that hell actually collapsed a temple on him just to knock him out and throw him in a, a sarcophagus. They were actually scared of him. This guy was like on a crusade to eliminate hell altogether so if you really think about it you're not really stuck in you're not doomslayer isn't in hell with the demons the demons are trapped in hell with the doomslayer which actually does um i don't know it's awesome if you really think about it if you think that you, there's an even more of a badass out there just cross it off the list because this guy can i'm pretty <laughs> sure can even take on spawn and rip his head off in the first doom i mean in this uh last year's was it 2016? 2016's Doom. Did the BFG make an appearance? Yes, the BFG 9000 did make an appearance. And it was actually bulkier than... No, well, it was more devastating than what the other ones were. That and I found a way you can actually cheese and like totally just nuke a boss with it. <laughs> and it's awesome. But this one, they're actually including a, along with the BFG. Like in the first, When they were showing Phobos gameplay, they had the BFG 10,000. 
which is a huge <laughs> mounted gun on the side of a on the side of a moving ship that just shot a huge nuclear blast out towards a uh, towards one side of the planet because screw everything that's in that side because now it's gone now. <laughs> but I mean, with everything you know, the campaign's going to be awesome. Like going back on it because I'm going into a tangent here, but going back to the 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 campaign, which from what I hear is actually going to be at least twenty hours. At least, so it's get, it can span farther than that, especially with all the secrets, right? All the the all you <laughs> to know get like that the, to get to get they like your achievement list, yeah. yes, and so, then not to mention the multiplayer. So I got two. Well, I don't know if they're questions, but uh, the first thing before I forget, you keep saying reimagining. What do you mean reimagining? Well, at first, um, back when it was a, back when it was the original Doom, what had happened was that. Uh, you were actually sent to Mars because you were punching out. You punched out your C, uh, your commanding officer because he wanted you to fire on civilians. So you knocked him out, and then you went to Mars, and that was your job. Now right. you were stationed there. Part and then part two actually, to, uh, and then they're trying to extract energy from Hell. So Hell takes over. Then you're fighting everybody. You're the Doom Marine fighting everybody to destroy Hell. Well, part two happens. Hell goes to Earth. And they kill your rabbit. Believe it or not, that's part of the story. <laughs> your rabbit? They kill your rabbit, Daisy. And so you're going on, like, this killing rampage to your own hometown to try to destroy Earth. So, like, John Wick? In a way. But not the dog. <laughs> the rabbit. Okay. Um, I was actually just going to say, the way you were describing the character, like, if I had no knowledge of Doom, I'd say you were describing the character from this movie, uh, Solomon Kane. You'd probably like that movie. Hmm. That's, I'm going to make that recommendation to you. It's on Netflix. You Solomon. can watch it. It's called Solomon Kane. You'll it. probably like it. Okay. So it reminded me of the character you were describing. I mean, it does kind of have like some, it does kind of have like, <laughs> not like, there are a little bit of religious aspects, but why the hell you would want to dive into the Christian afterlife's, <laughs> <laughs> the Christian afterlife's hell to distract energy for Earth? That makes no sense to me. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, if you had to program your computers to actually warn you of a demonic invasion, <laughs> you kind of screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah. But with this one, like, there's just so much that they're adding with it. The fact that there's actually invasion mode where you can actually, like, say I'm playing. And from what I understand, it is going to be cross-platform. Okay. So say I'm online nice. doing just my campaign, and you and Michael decide to jump on. We're just going to go screw with John now. And y'all jump online. You can invade me as demons. Oh, that's great. And y'all can just interrupt whatever I'm doing. What? And, and so, is that campaign? Yeah. it's oh. a, You can do that during the campaign. It's like you the can, Dark Souls kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, like you great. can just like, ooh, he looks like he's going to die. Let's make it worse for him. And then y'all join <laughs> in with what enemies that are already on the field. And then y'all are amped up demons that are trying to kill me too. But for all those people who don't like that and y'all just want to experience it solo, you can choose to turn it off. So it is, you can turn it's it optional. on and turn it off. So. Is it going to have a killer soundtrack? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Mick Gordon is returning, fr- uh, is returning to do that. He already actually, he did the soundtrack. Awesome. So it sounds even better than, I mean, uh, not better because then it makes it seem like his first work wasn't good. Like it really is awesome. And yes, he is coming back and he is doing it. And um, as far as anything else that they're bringing back, I I feel like I don't want to give too much away because for some some people who don't want to know anything about it, they just want to be surprised. Then I don't want to ruin it for them, even though if they're listening to it this far, I'm pretty sure I ruined a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Mick Gordon is is coming back, so that's gonna be awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, if they're listening, it's probably because they're just as excited as you. So yes. Oh, 
I'm sorry. There is one more thing for uh, for all you Doom fans out there. Go to um, Bethesda.com and you can actually join the you can actually join what's called the Slayers Club. And what that does is it lets you know of any contests that they're having, any kind of tournaments that they're having that are all Doom related. And if you just sign up, it is free. There's no charge or nothing. You do get a free Doom Slayer skin that he is a zombie. And you can actually use that both in multiplayer and the campaign. What's so, the website again? Bethesda.com. Bethesda.com? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe we can put that up after the podcast releases. Yeah. Just so they have the yes. links on our social media pages. For those of you kind souls following us, or should I say brave souls? I don't know. <laughs> Adventurous. 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 Yeah, souls. I like that word. <laughs> I like it. Uh, weekly news reviews. Your news for the week. Brought to you by the BTS mm-hmm. underscore gaming group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things that was out in the news that caught my attention was that Kojima Productions had posted on Twitter um, a picture and some text that is making everybody excited for maybe a Silent Hill announcement. On last Friday, Kojima Productions posted on Twitter a <laughs> tweet, and it was with um, Aki Sats. Saito probably mm-hmm. said that wrong, but Aki. Um, he posted, "Sorry to be silent, everyone. I've been really busy lately." Dot dot dot. I think I can say more soon about what we are going to. Dot dot dot. Hashtag Kojima Productions. And um, on that tweet, it has a picture of Aki. And if you look closely, his pencil says "Pyramid." The tablet says next week, and the text says silent. So people are thinking it's going to be a Silent Hill announcement, maybe, or just a horror game in general, which is good either way. I swear to God, if it's a Silent Hill remake, we're going to have some words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We are going to have a very heated discussion, again, about the reason behind remakes. I mean, if it is a remake, I'd pay $60 for that. <laughs> No, it is a good game, though. And didn't PlayStation recently do something with them as well? Yeah, PlayStation announced that Kojima is going to be... That they did get them for a horror game exclusive, so... So, confirmed it is a horror game, and everything else is speculation. Yeah. Based off of his tweet. Yes. Okay. But it just it just <laughs> makes me think, because... Like the the text itself, it says like the little dots. I don't I don't know if y'all played Silent Hill, but whenever you're 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 like in um, conversation. conversation, like it'll say something dot dot dot. You have to press X for something else to come up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited. It says next week, so we're gonna be looking. I'm I, gonna be looking to see what <laughs> what's announced. <laughs> that I could actually get behind that that because if you're really looking at the picture, who takes a picture like that? Right. It is intentional, especially that you can see pyramid. You can see on the note it says, you know, next, next week. week. And that's how things in Silent Hill are. Like, if you find paper on the ground in Silent Hill, it's just, like, two words or, like, just a picture. Being that I would... Here's another one. That is one of my favorite games that I played on when it first came out on the PS1. Mm-hmm. The first Silent Hill. And then I followed all of them, even The Room. <laughs> or what was the other one? PT. Or Homecoming. Uh, and Well, PT just downfall. makes everyone sad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but if they... If you're telling me that if this guy is telling me and you're telling me that they're that they are gonna hopefully tease maybe the complete like maybe they're gonna redo silent hills Mm -hmm. especially if they do it with you know kojima who is a great writer Mm -hmm. and a great director and actually in all of his games including metal gear 
has always kind of like thrown you through a loop with like both gameplay and story. Mm-hmm. And if he teams up with like the horror master, which is not Stephen King, but the other horror <laughs> master, which is Guillermo del Toro. Oh man. <laughs> like doing that, yeah. which I can only imagine what they can do because as it is, Death Stranding was actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. Death Stranding was really interesting. That's just an interesting game. <laughs> Dipping back into, into Half-Life though, they are doing an event with that. Death Stranding cross Half-Life. What? Yeah. I did see that actually wow. not too long ago. And okay, it shows, cool. uh, it shows, well, I had never played Death Stranding. I just, I saw Deltron's playing it on, uh, when he was, uh, streaming it. Mm-hmm. And it shows uh, Norman Reedus, and he has a uh, head a head crab on. Wow! <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" So something you might want to look into. I don't know what it's going to detail, but and I hope it is a Silent Hill, mm-hmm. a Silent Hill yes. game. Then I'm totally down for another one because the last three, I'm sorry, guys, were crap. Yeah, yeah. Even if it is a remake, like I said, I paid sixty dollars for that because. Like, and maybe it is a remake because, I mean, Resident Evil is coming out with their remakes and Con- Resident Evil Silent Hill, those are like the, I don't know. The staples I've, in hell? Yeah, I, I've always thought of them too as like competition for each other, mm-hmm. so. Capcom with Konami. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Konami's it was, like, uh, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to blow this out of the water. Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. If they were to remaster, not remaster, remake, not remaster. Remake. If they would remake. <laughs> Silent Hill, that'd be amazing. Because in my opinion, the last three, which were down, uh, downpour. What was the other Homecoming. one? Homecoming, and there was another one. Was there another one? There's a, the PSP one where she's sitting on the swing. No, 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 no. It was a, uh, it was that one, and I think it was the room. I probably am thinking about the room. Those weren't great. They weren't bad, but they weren't great. And I understand, like it's the mechanics, like the gameplay was kind of meh. And it had nothing to really do with the story because if you really think about it, one, two, and three all tied in together. There are even endings that you can earn to see mm-hmm. what happened. But the last three, um, I bought them because they were Silent Hill, but it was still had the creepy monsters and stuff inside of it. But just wasn't my idea of a of a solid game. I stopped at three. Like I've played one, two, and three like multiple times, but I never played any of the other ones. It needs to. I like those. <laughs> like if they would, if they even if it was Silent Hills, Norman Reedus, great actor great guy in general i think if they would bring him back for his role in the new one that'd be amazing mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully fingers hopefully. crossed guys really i'm gonna be keeping an eye out for that so i'll let you know um well right. we're already in what march 4 is that right march 5th actually march 5th. today is march 5th so the playstation plus games for the month have actually already been released in case you're behind um the two games that are actually released one of them is sonic forces one of the things that did catch my attention from sonic forces was the customizable main character that you can play alongside sonic and friends i'm really big into customization so like any game that has customization like dragon age origins i remember spending like a few days not even joking like just making characters um, both male and female of every class just just to have them just because the customization was so good uh, the face anyway Sonic Forces looks like a game that I'll probably download because it's free and on, on top of that is because it has a customization so if you're into that it's free this month up until when April April 6th the other game is Shadow of Colossus um, which if you haven't seen any gameplay of like the remastered stuff that they did with it do it do because it. it's it looks amazing like it looks like a brand new completely brand new game and i know 
I'm kind of contradicting myself here with remasters and, you know, me being kind of against it. But uh, Shadow of Colossus looks pretty good. Like I said, it looks like a brand new game to me. So I might actually give it a shot, seeing as how I'm going to have a few days to kind of be resting and recuperating. I'm actually probably going to pick up that game over the weekend just to test it out because it looks interesting. Kind of platformish, kind of RPG uh, mixture once you start fighting those colossi. That is a real word, by the way. The 16 Colossi. <laughs> the 16 Colossi. And it's supposed to have a really good story too, like uh, kind of deep, meaningful. I won't spoil too much if you haven't read too much into it. I couldn't help myself because I kind of did and I spoiled some of it for myself and I don't want to do that for you, but it's free on the PlayStation. If you have PlayStation Plus, it's free to download up until April 6th. On Sonic Forces. Uh-huh. Is it like you get to customize your own hedgehog? Uh, you can make it look like a hedgehog, I think. Nice. Now, I'm looking at it here, and I'm trying to, like, is it the hedgehog, or is it, like, a person you could customize? If it's a hedgehog, that's totally cool. Like It's, it's, <laughs> it's an animal creature, I think, that you can, uh, like, it looked like a rabbit slash squirrel slash hedgehog to me. Like, <laughs> it's something. <laughs> it's a mod podge of a mod podge of a... Whatever you say, the animals. It looks like, yeah, like, like a combination of some of the... Sonic Forces friends or whatever they're called. In other news, the coronavirus. It's affecting gaming heavily. Everybody's dropping out of everything. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I thought you were gonna say everyone's dropping like flies. Don't finish that sentence. Don't finish that sentence. Pax East, we lost like four developers, I believe. Uh, Sony. And that was the one that just happened, right? Yep. Yeah. This past weekend, Sony, PUBG, Capcom, Square Enix. They all dropped. Uh, GDC, the Gamers Developer Conference, has been postponed till summer. And with summer, everyone knows SDC, uh, San Diego Comic Con, as well as E3. Nothing's been said yet on those, but it's in speculation right now. Like, what may happen? It's getting real. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was hearing that um, that people that they might just want to do it online, just show everything online, and just have something to where they send. The press demos just to keep people. I'm not for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like, for that. Not I just mean, just I, I'm not for that either, but I am pro-human <laughs> life too, at the same time. I mean, geez, you know, it's just me because I'm, I'm really big into workers' rights. And take your days off. If you're feeling sick, don't go to work, obviously, right? And this, yeah. is, this is like a big event where we're going to have a lot of people flying in from all over the country, mm-hmm. all over the world, right? Um, and, you know, you just don't want to be in those kind of situations with this outbreak going on out. So it's, sometimes it's best to be careful and, like, I had you all come in here. Use the antibacterial when you came in. <laughs> he had to prevent the spread of germs. You had us take a chemical shower. <laughs> wash and bleach and then dry yourself off with these towels. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, it sucks, yes, but I get it. Everything is done online anyway. So yep. this whole, you know, doing things over video conference is kind of like, hey, this is the next step. All right, so on the topic of viruses, um, <laughs> yeah, you know the coronavirus and zombies. We did talk about zombies. zombies. You know, on the, the on G the virus. Yes. Oh, actually, no. It would be the G virus. Um, <laughs> G. What do you mean? I, do you really want me to break down? Because that's gonna be a whole <laughs> three or four part podcast if I break down the Resident Evil series for you. We'll save that for a different 
podcast. This podcast exclusive. <laughs> BTS gaming crew exclusive. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. <laughs> the story. The story. <laughs> what shall the I do? Podcast story. Resident Not Evil. The... Wait, do that again. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Resident Evil. DTS. <laughs> Every, well, it's coming out next month. Resident Evil 3, the remaster is coming, or the remake is actually going to be coming out next month on uh, the 4th, actually. And um, I believe you can still order some of the special editions online at GameStop.com, uh, which allows you to get a 12-inch uh, pan-painted statue of Jill Valentine, the protagonist from uh, the third, uh, from Resident Evil 3, or from Resident the Resident Evil series in general. <laughs> uh, you can get her, plus you get the classic costume pack from all the for both her and carlos and uh, you also get it's a four it's actually no it's a it's like dying light i can't think of what it's called i think it's like 5v1 where one of them pay oh, uh the resistance yes like resident evil uh resident evil resistance right That's what yeah i think it's resistance so it's a remaster plus extras yes uh, even if you don't get the collector's edition that comes with that comes with Jill, you do get the uh, you do if you pre-order it only, you'll get Resident Evil Resistance. Yes. Res- yeah, Resistance. Resident Evil Resistance. Thanks, Mike. Uh, it's Resident Evil Resistance, which play- basically pits uh, five different people with five different skills, each differing from one another, versus one virus, uh, viral infected monster. So it can be zombies, it can be a tyrant, it can be anything. Y'all have to combine your skills to work together to either escape or to eliminate the monster. And I mean, it's free, so you really can't you really can't complain about that. Plus, I believe they're gonna add on to it. So there's that. And then also for any Borderlands fans out there, they are releasing their first DLC. Actually, there actually was no. Release date, but they did release it a couple days ago that they are releasing their first DLC pack, which is called Guns, Love, and Tentacles, which actually puts <laughs> two characters, which is I think it's, it's a wedding. Yeah, it's a wedding. You, it's Hammerlock and uh, Wainwright, Wainwright. Uh, which are two series. Uh, Hammerlock makes Hammerlock guns, and Wainwright, I forgot what role he plays in the series, but they're getting married, and you are going to basically go on a quest to make sure that their wedding goes exactly as planned. And it does have an eldritch horror story behind it, so very Cthulhu-esque. Borderlands 2. Uh, Borderlands 3. three. Did I say three. 2? 3, maybe. Yeah, I might have said 2. My bad, it's part 3. Okay. And uh, it does come with a whole bunch of epic loot, new uh, new, uh, new weapons, and a huge story so far. And uh, so just keep an eye out for that. Season pass holders... You're going to get it, or we're going to get it early, but everyone else has to actually wait and actually pay for it. So if you have not invested in the season pass, do it. Some great things are coming out from Gearbox. Mm-hmm. So Borderlands 2, Resident Evil, uh, Nile, Half-Life, Persona Royal. Right now is a really good month, a really good time for gaming. Yeah. All yes. these games coming out. Then we're making the final step to a new console at the end of the year. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Xbox. What is what are those specs on the oh, yeah. Xbox gonna be? Oh man, yes. What are we looking at here? Cause Phil Spencer released the Xbox specs last week or earlier this week, and these are just some of the things he mentioned in his Microsoft article. With the new Xbox, we're now looking at a solid state drive. We're looking at quick resume. So imagine you're turning off your system. Or you just updated and you're like, oh man, you know, I don't think I saved. Well, when you turn it on, supposedly it's going to be right there. Your game's still going to be running wherever you left off at. So it's kind of like sleep mode? In a way. 
But it's supposed to be faster, I'm, I'm guessing, right? Yes. Now, something that's in question is that it says it has screens with an S, meaning like, which brings me to question, can you have like two games going at the same time? Which I don't see the purpose of, but <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. Why not? Your greens. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be, mm-hmm. it'd be pretty awesome to actually have that done. Because, I mean, right now they do have the resume feature on there. But if they can actually improve that, where, like, if I'm like, ah, I'm bored of playing Yakuza, I want to go and jump on, you know, Resident Evil 3. And it's going to have where on. you left off. Yeah, and then, like, that'd oh, I'm bored cool. of this, and let me go to, let me go to Doom. And, you know, that'd being be able great. to jump, that'd be awesome if they were able to do that. And they're also bringing 120 FPS support to the Xbox Series to allow all developers to exceed standard 60 FPS. Oh, yes. So 120? Mm-hmm. And, of course, what everyone's, like, on board about is the four generations of gaming. All the way back to the original Xbox, you should be able to play everything from that to 360 to Xbox One, all on the new Xbox Series X. Yeah, that's a really good sell for me because uh, I used to have a lot of PlayStation 1, 2, 3 games kind of laying around, but slowly, you know, since, like, PlayStation 4, for example, didn't have backwards compatibility... Um, I kind of didn't see a need to keep all those games around from like the older systems like PlayStation 2 and 1. But the fact that Xbox is willing to do something like that for the fans, I'll kind of just open up which what sounds like their best console by far so far. And it's just they're going to get so many customers, so many new gamers just joining the Xbox team. They're winning them over. And, you know, the cherry on top of all this, it's every Xbox One game will be free converting over to Xbox Series X. Wow. Starting with Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. <laughs> free conversions. Free conversions. Can't beat that. Like, Something yeah. Persona didn't do. Play, play, <laughs> PlayStation, where are you? Yeah, Sony, it, come on. Is that on? Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> Jump on board, guy. Yeah, you see, I already have... Well, there's, three, there's three PlayStation fans here. And one Xbox One fan, and I think we might have just gained three, three new Xbox, Xbox fans. fans. Yeah, but that's we right. don't know because Sony is being really quiet. So we could only hope it's we of can greatness. Only hope <laughs> greatness is coming with that silence. Nah, <laughs> we'll see. Sony, you really have to impress me. I mean, yeah, y'all got good game exclusives, but I mean, come on. But you know, it only seems like they're doing that this year on themselves. Because Xbox, Xbox, with all of these moves they've made, they've released their software, and they're for they're literally for the player this year. It seems along with their software release, like they don't, they're tired of exclusives. While PlayStation seems like they're trying to barrier themselves up with all these exclusives and like being contracting publishers to be exclusive for them this year. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the exclusives are awesome, but I just feel like it is very it's very wasteful. It's dated. Because, I mean, uh, I, me, personally, I played God of War. Even God of War, the, the new one for the PS4. And I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And a buddy of mine who, he doesn't have all that, he doesn't have that much money that he can actually, like, you know, let's just go buy a PS4. Mm-hmm. I have an Xbox, let me just go buy a new one. You know, he doesn't, you know, for people who don't have that, but they can afford games. Yeah. Or, like, at least a game every once in a while. It would be nice to actually, like, well, hey, you know, God of War is on Xbox, you know, Xbox One. I want to try it out, you know. You're not cutting back quality. I mean, for the hardcore fanboys that are like, no, it only has to be an exclusive. I I think it's like you said, it's dated. Yeah. It's a very dated, 
thing and I really believe like I believe people like uh, for example like Death Stranding I think people would love to experience that on the Xbox yeah. One mm-hmm. you know or you know Persona that would be an awesome one to experience on Xbox One just like how um, Halo wouldn't it be awesome to actually try it on PS4 and it seems that may be able to be happen this year or next year I mean, maybe. I mean, these game company companies need to actually stop fighting, like try to stop being rivals and actually join together. Yeah. And like be just like conquerors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why? Why try to rule one? You know, one. You know, half of the you know half of the gaming industry when you can combine and rule all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, except for the PCs for the PC players. That's <laughs> a PC master race, man. But I mean, if they if they do, dude, like. Xbox actually has this into the has this into their fans throughout their entire career being you know being around you know they hyped up the Kinect and then the Kinect fell flat and then they're like you know what we're gonna try it on the Xbox One nope didn't work on the Xbox One we're nixing it and they just let it go the Kinect is used for ghost hunting now yes <laughs> yes I see I know what you're talking about I've seen it and it's eerie but I mean yeah is that maybe another video we can kind of put to put in motion here ghost hunting ghost hunting, ghost hunting. let's BTS do it BTS gaming crew goes ghost hunting <laughs> we could do it yeah I'll do it okay I love horror and I love creepy stuff and I will totally be down for doing that okay but I'm going armed <laughs> because it might not be a, it might not be a ghost but if there's a homeless guy it's like get away from my house <laughs> you're gonna want me there with a gun Ghost hunting. We'll figure out the logistics. Yeah, 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 we'll we'll figure it out. I'm being honest too, so we'll figure out the logistics later with a another DTS exclusive. (laughs) That would be cool because we could do that. Take some like footage and then maybe have a podcast where we talk about horror games and our ghost hunting experience. (laughs) So what? Facebook Live, Instagram Live, whatever that's called on Instagram. Yeah. It'll be the Blair Witch Project all over again. (laughs) (laughs) The modern Blair Witch Project. I like it. (laughs) I like it. Okay. (laughs) This uh, the DTS gaming crew is breaking boundaries by going ghost hunting, reviewing games. Uh, what was that other thing? Oh yeah, we're gonna record it. Hopefully, record in the future. Chrissy playing uh, uh, Half Life. Yes. Oh, Let's VR. get me some VR set up. <laughs> oh man, get you some get some uh, some horror games for you to play on uh, the I Conjuring would, House. I would love to play a horror game on in VR. The Conjuring House would be one of them. Imagine this: Silent Hill VR or Fatal Frame <laughs> in VR. Okay, not Silent Hill because you have to have open world. But Fatal Frame, Fatal Frame yes. would be crazy in VR. Like, Fatal Frame <laughs> is a definite yes. Because man, if you oh man, that was one of my that was another one of my favorite horror series. I have so many favorite series, and it's it sucks that they're not around in this current generation. But Fatal Frame was always my favorite with the whole spirit camera. Like, could you imagine the frustration you're seeing of like, okay, you're in your eyes, you're seeing, you're trying to reload a camera footage while the, those watching you are just seeing your hands. Like, oh man, the camera film goes here. It's getting closer. The ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like in your, in your, in your, you know, what you're seeing through your eyes is you're actually struggling. But when you're, it's like when we're videotaping, you're like, man, it looks like Michael's having a seizure. <laughs> Like, is he okay? <laughs> I think he's been staring at it too long. Get him on the floor, put something in his mouth so he doesn't choke. Oh, God. But that would be amazing to see. That kind of like one of those things that I would also like to see is remember rail shooters? I know. Uh, yes. Rail shooters. I've like, had this talk. House of the Dead, Time Crisis. Please, VR is like your next generation. Right there. That would that would totally like some like. 
Because, like, I, uh, not too long ago, when I went to Quasar's and they had, we played Time Crisis 3. And man, that was Shout like, out one Quasar's. Yeah. Woo. We, we gotta do a show there. <laughs> we have to do a show there at Quasar's. If you haven't, if, uh, guys, if you haven't actually been to Quasar's, Quasar's Arcade, it's an awesome place. It's located on, uh, uh, in Corpus Christi. Uh, what? But basically, what it is, it's, um, it's like if you, if you grew up like me, you know, you, I never had a lot of money growing up, but I still was able to play video games by going to, Little arcades, what we did have, like Aladdin's Castle or Tilt, when they were opening the Sunrise Mall and, uh, what was the other mall called before they shut it down? Sunrise. Sunrise. Oh, Sunrise and Padre. Padre, Padre Staples Mall. Um, just going over there and just blowing my allowance on playing Time Crisis or Marvel vs. Capcom. You know, Quasars actually is like, it's like a call, like going back in there, it's like stepping back in time to when I was a little kid playing that. And he's very for the community. You got to see their tournaments going on every other weekend. Or some uh, car show out in the parking lot. He, he's always doing something every week. It's a great place. I got the address. It's um, 5301 Everhart Road um, in um, Building H of Corpus Christi, Texas. Go out there. They're open till 12, I believe, during the week. But during the weekends, he does go open till 2 a.m. Great place. It is BYOB, but only one at a time adults. Yes. And... Also, he also does great giveaways. I think this, like, what was Someone it? Someone like? got a Switch. Someone got a PS4. And uh, iPad. Oh, oh, yeah. It was Friday, Saturday. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, they got the iPad. Uh, Tuesday, I mean, Tuesday. Wow. <laughs> Friday, they got the iPad. Saturday, they got the PS4. And Sunday, they got the Switch. So he's always doing something crazy. And he's all, and he's all, and the prizes over there are amazing, guys. So, like I said, if you haven't gone, go. If you just either, if it's not for the prizes that have pinball machines, if you grew up just playing pinball, he even has custom made pinball machines there that he actually had uh, he had made. So I mean, guys, go is awesome, totally worth your time. So and if you haven't been, go. To add in, he also just got Killer Instinct today or yesterday. Oh, that's right, I saw that on his <laughs> on his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man, I want to go. I want to go wreck kids on. <laughs> like have you ever played this play no you're gonna get your ass kicked so you better pay, better get ready combo combo breaker and another thing guys like uh, understand like this is our first podcast and you know me you know maverick chrissy mike we're all having we're all here just here to have fun but if you want to see us tackle something different uh if you want to know you know, if you want to just have like an exclusive, let's just talk about PlayStation or let's talk about Xbox or PC. Let us know. Hit us up on our social yes. media pages. We're always checking them. Send us a message, even if it's just a shout out. Hey guys, enjoy the show. Anything like that. Just let us know how you feel. Any kind of criticisms you have. Tag let us. us. Tag us if you want to bring attention to something for us. Yeah. At DTS underscore gaming crew on all platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, we are oh, no. now on the twits. <laughs> on the twits. <laughs> on the twit. Uh, we got a very special event coming up next Saturday. Not this coming Saturday, but the one after. On the 14th yes. of March, um, Dungeons and Doggies. It's a fundraising event for the Gulf Coast Humane Society. There's going to be Dungeons and Dragons. There's going to be pizza. There's um, If you RSVP, you will be getting... Um, I believe the RSVP is $20 and you will be getting like a goodie bag full with loot. You're going to get pizza, a free dice set. So that's cool. And this is all part of the admission, right? Yes. Yes. 
when you get, when you pay the twenty dollars, you'll get you'll get food, you'll get a, a a loot bag, and you'll get the free dice set. It's going to be using the Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition rule set, and you can RSVP at Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, I'm sorry. You can RSVP at dungeonsanddoggies.rsvpify.com. And the Golf Coast Humane Society is located at 3118 Cabinus Road. Road. I've been telling people Calabasas. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounds like that villain from, uh, from uh, what was that movie? Clash of the Titans, Calabas. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's for a great cause, guys. It's to help all the kitties and the doggos find homes and to help them maintain their, uh, help them maintain their awesome facility, guys. So please join us. And if you do, uh, if you do join us and you recognize us from the podcast, just come up to us and say hi. We don't bite. At least as far as I know, I don't bite. I can't say much about the others. And if you're um, if you're not able to make it out and you still want to help out and donate, you can donate on Gulf Coast Humane Society's Facebook or um, on their website, www.gchscc.org. And you can make a donation to the Humane Society. So all these proceeds are going to the animals. You're getting stuff in return. You're going to have a good time because this is open for everyone, right? It's not just no. like expert dungeons no. and dragons players. Beginners, vets, everyone's welcome. Everyone is welcome. So bring your family, friends. Most importantly, it's for a good cause. Save the animals. Where's that Sarah McLaughlin song when you need it? When the arms of <laughs> the There it is. <laughs> Should have Googled them. I would have sang the whole thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, that's coming up on on March 14th. So we'll see you there. Mm-hmm. I, is this the only topic left or did we skip John 2? Um, did you rant about something? Oh, no. We didn't. Even, did we rant about anything? No. I think we were saving that till the end. I have to bitch about stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to have right now, guys, we're going to just dive into this. this awkward topic yes just to you know to address the elephant in the room why maverick hates remakes go ahead why don't you just i don't hate remakes i just hate paying full price for a game i've already paid full price for but you see that doesn't actually fall under a remake though but when you we did talk about Sun Hill, you kind of did audibly sigh like a remake (laughs) (laughs) that does sound like me But I've already played that game. I'm not going to pay full price again. I mean, I say I'm not, but I usually do anyway. I mean, cut me some slack here. It's okay for me to not want to pay full price for a game I've already played, right? No. I can't just be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And here's why you're wrong. No, no. No, I understand. Like, what in regards to, like, Persona 5, but if they if it were to be a Silent Hill remake, especially if it was the first Silent Hill, mm-hmm. or even if it was a reimagining of Silent Hill, like how uh, they how it decided to reimagine Doom, you know, <clears throat> that I, I would believe that I would pay money for. Because, for one, it would be done if this time around it would be done by Kojima. And if he's in cahoots with, um, with Guillermo, uh, Guillermo del Toro, that make it a, a whole new experience because both of them are actually really in tune with psychological, both horror and action. So that, I, I understand that. But one game that I can actually do, that I actually can jump on your side for as far as as far as far not paying full price for, which I believe Overwatch, from what I understand, Rumor actually has that Overwatch 2. They already, under, like Blizzard understands, like, you already bought the base game. You got Overwatch Vanilla. 
and part two is coming out. So instead of actually paying $60 or $100, because that's what I paid because I got the collector's edition. But instead of actually paying for that, you're actually just going to pay a reduced price to get like an update to include the new characters and the new stages and everything. Now well, that, hopefully it's a trend that continues because in some cases it's just not worth it. Like I can see the final, I, I can, I can understand Final Fantasy VII. That, that looks like from the ground up, just rebuilt, uh, from the old polygon graphics that we remember and love from Final Fantasy VII. Yes. To the more updated, sleek graphics of PlayStation 4. You know, I guess I'm talking more in terms of like Persona, where they're just kind of adding new content here and there. They're sprinkling some things, storylines. Uh, cleaning up uh, dialogue that like to me doesn't feel justified to pay the full price for a game what would you say would be a more um like since you already own persona uh-huh what would you say would you would what would you like to pay like what would be your asking price if they're like what would you pay for it free what would you pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, free okay. that is true besides being free okay no well i mean i I don't know. I guess if I'm going to look at it like a DLC, maybe $25, $30, I can see myself paying that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's that. very reasonable. That, yeah. But not a whole 60 bucks. Like I said, I agree right. with you on that. Okay. Not a whole 60 bucks. That's just ridiculous. Right. And like uh, a game like Shadow of Colossus, even though I know it's an old PlayStation 2 game from like 2005 and it got remastered and it looks much <clears> nicer <throat> now, it is still a huge difference. Like, PlayStation 2 graphics to PlayStation 4 where if you look at it like I said earlier it looks like a brand new game I, I would feel a game like that would also be justified because of it's. I think it's because of like it's the same thing with Final Fantasy 7 where the game is so old that it just needed kind of an update to kind of bring it up to date like um, what was the other one Ico which if they would do a remaster that'd be amazing if they did Ico and uh, I forgot what the other one with the dog uh, The Last Guardian The Last Guardian that one was actually amazing because when I was, was, with, when I was, uh, was great. at GameStop, we actually went to the GameStop convention and they actually had us, it had a huge screen and it was like, um, basically like the sensor would pick up that we're looking at a Trico and when you would move, he would like, oh wow, like follow you. And I was like, oh, that's weird. That was awesome. <laughs> great game. Horribly sad. Yeah. I cried. That game made me cry. Yeah. That made me Damn it, PlayStation, why do you make games that just jerk your, you know, they jerk your heartstrings? Like, the Last of Us, no game ever made me cry in the first, like, what, 10, ten minutes, minutes of that game. That it's game like, just dives you in real quick. And it's just like, <laughs> like, like this like, is the mood we want you in. We want you to be depressed and play this game. Which, it's understandable, because, I mean, something like that, it's, it's very devastating, you know, for people who haven't played... The Last of Us, I'm not going to say what happens, but just be aware that bad you're, stuff happens. You're going to cry. <laughs> you're going to cry. Unless you don't have a heart, then you're a monster. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, that, uh, who, um, what was it? IGN confirmed that they're actually working on the oh, show. On the, for eight, with HBO, right? Yeah, yeah. Eight, with yeah. the director of the Chernobyl miniseries. Oh, They'll be making The Last of Us a series. Which I really, like, I hope they keep it true. Because if that's one of my gripes, is that... When play when shows or movies don't keep to what they're basing it off of, and it makes I have like two theories of what I would like. I would like it to be through the Fireflies perspective of things of how they handle things and who started that, or I would like it to see um, from part one. Um, he lived in the the brother. He lived in the water 
Tommy? Yes, Tommy. His perspective of things. There's a lot of characters they could do, but I'm excited either way. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I really want him to play it towards, like, with the story. Like, keep it in, like, keep it running with parallel to the story. Not, like, how Resident Evil did it. Where it's just like, oh, there's Wait, superpowers now. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, that didn't happen. I mean, the close, and, I mean, some people say, well, you can't count the animated ones. Seriously, the animated movies were a lot better than the stupid movies. But from what I understand, Netflix is actually picking up Resident Evil, and they plan to use it to, you know, make it run with the game. And they did awesome with The Witcher, so I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do with this one. I'm excited for the visual effects of a clicker. (laughs) uh, Man, I remember the first time I played it. Not knowing what it is, and you just hear like that little. I can't make the noise, but man, it was just like, what is that? It just made it more intense when you have to sneak by that whole room that had like six of them in it, and you have to distract them. And did you ever play The Last of Us? No. You have a PlayStation. You see that game it's right, right there? there. I'm sitting right it's there. right there. Yeah, I dug it out because I like I was arguing with my wife, and I'm like, I I know we have that game. I know I bought that game, and I know you played that game. And she swore up and down, no, we don't have it. We don't have it. And I'm like, uh, oh no, no, she thought we had it for the PlayStation Four, and I have all my PlayStation Four games there. So I actually had to go digging through my PlayStation Three games, and I found it. But with Shadow of Colossus coming out. I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted as to which game to play. Oh, man. Right now. Oh, man. That is true. Those I'm are two very great games. A good gaming weekend, but I don't know which game to play. The Last of Us or Shadow of Colossus? Well, I mean, you have experienced Shadows, so I would say experience yeah, The Last of Us. Because yeah. yeah, okay. The Last of Us, it, it'll treat you up and it'll be very fresh in your mind of like for part two. Yeah, part if two it, comes if, out in May. Yeah. Yes. That's if it sells you. Which I mean, it's and a ten out of ten. It's always won everyone over. Like yes, the ending, the begin, everything in that game. It's so it's an it's an adventure. Okay. <laughs> in some parts, it kind of makes you want to put a gun in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But. Well, I'll tell you what. We're this is today's Thursday. Uh, I'm hopefully I'm not that out of it tomorrow and Saturday. So I'll get some gaming time in. I'll pop it in there. If I don't cry within the first 10 minutes, I'm turning it off, John. <laughs> we can't be friends anymore if you don't cry. <laughs> You're not showing your sensitive side. <laughs> but, no, I mean... But I will, though. I'll, I'll fire it up. I yeah. will. Dude, Do honestly, it. you're okay. going to enjoy it. Okay. Like, it is not only, like, an outstanding review from us over here, but across the board, man. Like, Naughty Dog, real, that, in my opinion, my opinion, just letting everyone know it's my opinion. <laughs> That, in my opinion, The Last of Us was is the greatest game that Naughty Dog has made. Yes, I am also comparing that to, uh, what's that other one? The Tomb Raider ripoff, what was it? Uh, oh, Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, that one. Uncharted. Tomb Raider ripoff. Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fight me, I dare you. Well, anyways. Uh, yeah, it's way better than that. And it's weird to see such a mature, very serious game come from the same guys who actually made Crash Bandicoot. Yep. So, I mean, it's great story. Even if you don't cry within, like, the first ten minutes, it does hit you in the feels because... Multiple times during that game. Yeah. Like, there's multiple times where... It's a lot of heavy scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's like, if you really... And not to mention, like, what actually... It's like, the mod... Like, I really like the way they took it there. Like, it's survival horror. Don't get me wrong. It's survival horror. But... You not only are you dealing with the with the monsters that are in there, but you're also dealing with the monsters that I mean, it sounds so cliche that that actually dwell within all of us. Mm-hmm. 
like what like when civilization falls how people will turn into monsters themselves and you have to Mm -hmm. come to terms with like well by doing this am i actually turning into a monster am i becoming the things that you know i don't that i despise you know it's kind of one of those things so you're gonna enjoy it i have a feeling you're gonna enjoy it Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, you all are stead- staking your reputation on this? I would solidly stake my reputation on this. Yes. Okay. So, with the reputation of the DTS gaming crew on the line, I'm going to take it upon myself to challenge them and play The Last of Us on PlayStation 3, nothing fancy, mm-hmm. this weekend, as I'm probably going to have some few hours to play it, at least how long did you say? 10 minutes? I'll have more than 10 minutes. I'll, I know that. The first 10 minutes, if it doesn't get you, man. <laughs> How long is the game? The uh, game itself, for it being pretty linear, it probably spans at least, like, if you want, if you're like me, like a completionist, it'll probably run probably about a good, like, 20 plus hours. Possibly. Okay. I mean, not like Sky, like, because Skyrim's really open. You know, like, like oh, Elder man. Scrolls games, like, those games are open. You'll get lost. But with this one, like, you don't get side quests. It's just really, like, the story that you're going through. But that story can actually span 20-plus hours. Easy. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll I'll try my best before Sunday to play it at least 10 hours. That's half of the game, more or less. Oh, yeah. By that time, you'll feel connections. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> you'll feel connections. Everyone, man, trust me, it's it's really, it's a great game. And that's why when I finally saw the the trailer for 2, it's like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's so awesome. So trust me, you're going to like it. Cool. I think this is a good spot to end the first podcast, first official podcast of DTS Gaming Crew. Yes. Or DTS underscore gaming crew if you're looking for us underscore. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, it's getting better. It's yes. getting better. Told you. All this repetition. All repetition. Y'all have any final words? Um, this was our intro of what we are going to be bringing to you. Please tune in more if you liked what you heard. It'll only get better. It will. Later, guys. Later. Have a good one. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us next week as we discuss our favorite tabletop games, and we take a look at some new games coming up on Kickstarter. Remember to follow us on our social media pages on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DTS underscore Gaming Crew. See you next week.